Hi guys, welcome back to the David Rolls Experience Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about things I want to talk about and speak to people I want to speak to. Today, I wanted to talk about the best books I've read this year. This year has been a massive year for me in terms of personal development. Um, I used to be really into personal development. I used to read quite a lot of books, uh, but I sort of fell off the wagon a little bit, um, especially during sort of COVID. And yeah, basically at the start of this year, I made it an aim to read as many books as I can. And I've read about, I don't know, 10 or or 12 this year now. Um, Mixture of personal development books and uh, a few like novels and autobiographies. But um, the, the, my, my favourite books, I just want to go through uh, them in, ca- in case you've never read them. Um, they've been massively helpful to me. I think you'll really enjoy them. So starting off with my number one book of the year, it's a book called Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as if Your Life Depended on It. It's by a guy called Chris Voss, and it's basically a negotiation book, so... Chris, he's a former hostage negotiator for the FBI, and he spent many years in, you know, very intense situations negotiating with, you know, bank robbers, uh, murderers, kidnappers, that sort of stuff. So right off the bat, it's super interesting and very different than, you know, your typical sales or communication book anyway. Um, But the way Chris not only teaches people, but describes these scenarios and case studies of when he's used certain techniques in these really interesting scenarios like you know like I said a bank robbery it's it's super engaging and I've read most of the sales books out there and most of the 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 communication books out there and never split the difference I can't believe it's taken me this long to get around to it to be honest because it's one of the best books I've I've ever read to be honest it's just so engaging and it's it's very to the point, like Chris's personality, if you've ever listened to him on, on a podcast, I highly recommend you do. Um, he's done some really interesting um, podcasts, I think he did one with Stephen Bartlett on a diary of CEO, but you can sort of tell by his demeanour and his approach, he, he's very much no bullshit, um, he's, you know, obviously seen some stuff <laughs> and that sort of comes through in the book is is super interesting i mean you you'll learn about uh sales tactics just general communication and just how to uh communicate well with people build rapport with people deal with difficult people it's honestly like such an awesome book that i think everyone should read it like not just people in sales everyone needs to learn how to negotiate i actually use this book um, in a very practical way a couple months ago so I, I finished it a couple months ago and then an opportunity came up to, to use the tactics I read um, and it was just regards to how to basically negotiate up or down and he's got a framework um, that he uses so basically what you do is you so say you're trying to so say your target goal is the 100% mark so um, you obviously want to start the negotiation below that price so his framework is the 65 85 95 and 100 rule so basically you work out what your target goal is so what let's say the price that you want to get to um or you're like your your max price for for a product say you start off at 65 percent you then once once the offer is rejected i mean obviously if it's accepted amazing but you then move up to 85 percent, which is a 20 percent increase if that's then rejected, you then move up another 10% to 95%. And 
and then you move up to 100% worst case scenario. Now you'll realize that it's you know a 20% increase, 10% increase, 5% increase. So the increase is actually getting smaller as well. And he's also got some additional tactics around when you get to the back end of the negotiation. So you, you're hitting the 85% and 95%. Um, you don't just use price. You also use things like um, offering stuff that isn't money, basically. Because that gives the other person the illusion that you actually have run out of money you can't pay anymore but like if you're offering i don't know for example do you want to come on my podcast i can't pay anymore but do you want to come on my podcast or um i can put you give you free advert in my newspaper or something you know stuff like that and it's just it's just super interesting like I, i use this technique to actually negotiate my rent down so um oh sorry well not my rent it was a uh a deposit that we had to pay back to our landlord and uh, he came in very high, and I used this technique um, to actually get us like £250 off our deposit, which was absolutely awesome. Like, seeing it in, in play was so interesting to see, and obviously, like, I was super happy because I saved myself £300. But um, one, of the, one of the key things as well is when you deliver that final offer, you want to give an odd number. So rather than going in at, say, £130 or £150, you want to go in at, like, £132.77. Because it looks like you've actually calculated it to an exact figure. So it looks like you've put a lot of thought into it. And then people will naturally think that you have worked that out. And that's like, there's no budge there. Like if you go in £150, like they know that you've just pulled that out of the air. And, you know, it's, it's probably negotiable because, you know, why £150? But £133.77, that looks like you sat down, worked that out, and, you know, they're squeezing every last drop out of you. So Never Split the Difference is my book of the year. Absolutely fantastic. Highly recommend everyone read it and read it at least twice because if you read it once, you're going to miss loads of stuff. Make sure you have a highlighter as well. But yeah, super awesome book. The next book is actually a very recent book I've read called The War of Art, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. Now, this was recommended to me only a few weeks ago, actually. And the reason I got through it so quickly, it's only 160 pages or so. It's quite a small book. And the way it's like some of the pages aren't like full pages of text, like you will smash through this in a couple of days. It's super awesome. But basically what it is, is um, by a guy called Stephen Pressfield. And he basically talks about the the battles you have when you're trying to create things and do things and and the whole book's based around this this concept of resistance so you know whenever you need to need to do something and you start procrastinating well that's that's resistance right and it's it's geared more towards like you know artists and writers and that sort of thing because you know that they're the ones who who suffer probably the most from from writer's block and pro, uh, procrastinating and that sort of thing but it's massively transferable um it's a super awesome book because the way he the way he like describes things and basically gives you a kick up the ass in that just get your work done like get it fucking done do what needed what's needed to be done to, to get your work done it's it's very to the point he he doesn't dance around the topic and it's broken into like mini chapters as well so it's not like you know 25 page chapters it's it's based around like tiny little sections like some of the sections no joke like one of the chapters I'm looking at here right now is called resistance is invisible and it literally just says resistance cannot be seen touched heard or smelled but it can be felt we experience it as an energy field radiating from a working potential it's a repelling force it's negative its aim is to shove us away distract us prevent us from doing our work that's literally the chapter 
and there's there's just really awesome little snippets in it as well like it's one of those books where it's good to like keep it on the side and just whenever you're you're you know feeling that resistance you're procrastinating you can't bother to do your work even though you know you should be doing it you're lacking discipline pick it up read a couple of chapters and you'll be you'll be invigorated to um to, to crack on with your work super awesome book for anyone that struggles with procrastination which i imagine it's everyone so yeah that's the war of art um the the other book to, i had a toss-up between these two to be honest um I, I, they're, again they're quite recent books i've read but I, I like them so much that rather than a top three i decided to do a top four so um the first one or number three i should say is called atomic habits um it's quite a famous book it's a guy called james clear uh, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones over three million copies sold so he's doing all right but as you could imagine it's a book around building good habits and eliminating bad habits and he's got some really really simple processes and, and techniques to do this um like for example one of them is called habit stacking so if you for yeah this is a good example because i use this actually so if you want to start flossing your teeth, the best way to do it is stack it on top of a habit that's completely ingrained in you. So what's a habit that you do every day? Well, hopefully anyway, brushing your teeth, right? Like every day before bed, you brush your teeth. You don't even think about it. You just go and do it because you've been doing it for years. It's ingrained in you. It's automatic. You don't even have to spend any mental energy to do it. But if you can stack flossing your teeth on top of that, then what will basically happen is they'll combine and then you'll start automatically brushing teeth and flossing. Whereas at the moment it might be a bit of a chore and you'll forget and stuff. You just won't forget because how often do we forget to brush our teeth? We just don't. Like, it's it's just so ingrained in us and as, as a culture and obviously growing up that we immediately think of it. And um, in, in the same way of, like, you know, like washing your hands after going to the toilet, that sort of thing. But you can stack things on top of existing habits and it's one of the best ways to to get a habit you really want to do built into your life so you don't miss it so basically list out your habits that you do at the moment and then stack a habit on top of it or connect a habit to it and what you'll find is it probably be difficult in, in initially but very very quickly you'll become automatic and, and the whole point of the book really is just to like build up these really good habits make them automatic and, and frictionless so you're doing loads of awesome really productive really helpful habits to your life that they're, they're going to help you get to where you want to get to and you're not having to like constantly think about it and assess and track it so yeah there's loads of other good stuff in it but atomic habits is a really awesome book highly recommend it and lastly as well um cal newport who's fast becoming one of my favorite uh, self-help book authors he wrote the book which you may have heard of called deep work so deep work super popular productivity book it's um it goes into some really awesome like techniques and tools but also case studies and reviews of existing workflows and and how like some famous people and very successful people work and how they achieve like maximum productivity deep works a really awesome book anyway if you haven't read it yet highly recommend you check it out if you're interested in productivity but cal's newest book a world of our email it's super interesting because as you can probably tell by the title the question he poses is can we get rid of email is email actually serving us? Is it the most productive way for us to live and work? And is it actually going to be in our future? And 
to be honest with you, I mean, I went into the book and was like, how on earth are we ever going to work with our email? Like, what are you talking about? Like, we would, we moved to email for a reason. But, you know, I really enjoyed Deep Works. So I thought I'd check it out. And he puts together some really interesting cases and arguments as to why we need to maybe not completely get rid of email, but massively reduce the amount we use email and how we use it as well. Like, um, one of the companies that he, he shows as a case study pretty much just uses email for external communication with clients they have to speak to via email and just like stuff that has to be done over email like receiving you know invoices and that sort of stuff admin um like you're basically using it as a fax machine but yeah it's it's super super interesting because um he also goes through some case studies of some other companies that have basically got rid of email and they thrived you know like there was an initial stage of like adjustment as you can probably imagine but for example one of the things i took from it is the use of trello boards so he massively advocates a car-based system to organize your life and organize your tasks so basically you can split things up into say three columns so you've got one column which is to do one column which is doing and one column which is done and using something like trello i know there's a few other platforms but trello is probably one of the most popular especially within the it space anyway or tech space you can basically just move these cards around so you can be like i don't know for example record this podcast right record a podcast about the top four books i'm, I'm listening to oh sorry um top four books i've read this year stick it in the to do bit when i'm literally planning it and like working on it at all I move on to doing so I can actually track what I'm doing and not overload myself which is one of the key things and then you move it down to done when obviously it's recorded and edited and then you can also track what you've done as well and it sounds really basic but as someone who's used lots of different types of like organization and productivity workflows and tools and software and and all this do you know what actually I, I really like it because also you can expand as well like using the card system you can like you can have the summary of what you're doing so like record a podcast but then you can go into the card and you can leave comments which could be like you know further details around what you need to do so at a glance you can look at what you need to do for that day and if you need further information you can even add like attachments and that sort of stuff so yeah highly recommend you look into trello or anything similar um if you're struggling with workflow but even just look into it anyway and um i'm sure a lot of you guys if you work in the tech space you obviously use trello or something similar um because of uh the tech world has been one of the drivers behind a lot of productivity that cal newport talks about like the kanban uh, methodology agile methodology but it's all very transferable into into our own lives and there's the reason these guys do it in the uh in the, in the tech space to, to organize it within a fast-paced environment so yeah, A World Without Email, really interesting book. If you're interested in productivity and also interested in the future of productivity, because I do actually feel that everything Cal sort of put forward here, I think a lot of it will actually be implemented because, um, yeah, email for me has, has been massively distracting my career and I definitely feel like there's a better way. But yeah, guys, that's my top four books of the year so far. Uh, I'll probably do an update and it will, if I come across any other interesting books between now and Christmas. But those are four books I highly recommend you getting um, if you're interested in the personal development space, productivity space, sales space, Never Split the Difference, Atomic Habits, A World Without Email, and The War of Art. 
that's all I've got for you today, guys. Thank you so much for listening if you made it this far, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Cheers.